Welcome to The Irony of Beauty, a weekly podcast hosted by skincare experts Fiona and Rose. They love a good chat and sometimes a heated debate about all things skin and nutrition, calling out scaremongering, misinformation and misleading marketing in an ever-confusing world of beauty and wellness. Please note the information provided is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace qualified medical advice. We're talking today, Rose, about PRP and this is something that you know, I haven't had a lot of experience with, to be honest with you. And I know it's something that you're offering in clinic. I have had people say to me in the past, oh, come in for PRP. It's amazing. But I'm I'm actually not convinced on it. I, I hear mixed reviews. Um, so let's talk about it because I know you're a huge fan. And um, let's talk about what PRP is, um, particularly for skin rejuvenation. And we'll, we'll talk about um, some of that the other uses. I also know that you've had it in a few or in another area that um, makes my eyes water and we'll talk about that too. <laughs> so let's get into it. Tell me all about PRP. Well, PRP, platelet-rich plasma, obviously that's what it really stands for, um, is a wonderful technique because essentially what you're doing is you're adding a lot of very juicy nutrients to the skin to encourage rejuvenation, wound healing, reduce inflammation, angiogenesis, so blood flow, um, you know, rejuvenation of those of the vascularity. So there's a lot of benefits with PRP. Um, and it is a procedure that we offer in clinic for face as well as vaginal health as well. So we're talking about O-Shot here. Um, it's incredible. Honestly, it's a, it's a wonderful modality when done correctly. And uh, I use it in the clinic and combine it with other modalities as well. So when you're really looking at rejuvenating the skin, that is something that we do incorporate into a treatment plan in conjunction with other modalities. So, yeah, that's how it basically, um, I guess, is utilised in the clinic. So it's platelet-rich plasma. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what PRP stands for, right? Platelet-rich plasma. Um right. And it's it's coming from your own blood. Let let's let's explain that because we might have forgotten to mention that it's it's involving blood, um, yeah. and having your blood drawn. So otherwise known as the vampire facial. Correct. So vampire facial is a trademark. Um, basically, the whole procedure behind PRP is that your blood is taken. Um, it's about two teaspoons essentially to do the whole face. And then it's put into a machine called a centrifuge and it's spun at a very, very fast rate for about 10 minutes. And then what happens is the blood separates. So you've got the plasma, which is the liquid part of the blood. Um, and then you've got the heaviness or the platelets that are sinking to the bottom. Um, and what is basically then infused into the skin or injected into the skin, which we'll go into more detail shortly, um, is the platelets, because that essentially is what promotes growth factors. It provoke, promotes proliferation of the stem cells, um, rejuvenation of skin, wound healing, redu reduction in inflammation, um, blood flow. So lots and lots of juicy nutrients with um, PRP. So yeah, it, it's, a, it's a fantastic treatment, I feel, to add lots of nutrients into the skin. From your own blood, it's your own nutrients, you know? It's your own nutrients. So my I guess my concern with that um, or where I've always been a little bit, surely you should do a blood test prior to check the blood. And my the reason I'm saying that is, for instance, you know, if you're low in things like folate, B12, um, 
I've got something called thrombocytopenia. So even though I've had so many injectors say have PRP, I'm kind of in a way contraindicated to it. Um, but yeah. nobody's actually bothered to actually even find that out. And then if they did the blood check, they'd go, oh, maybe it's not going to really work for you. So that's where I alarm bells go off for me because I'm like, how many people do actually check your blood prior to having PRP? That's an excellent point because we have a prerequisite for a client to have um, a recent blood test to rule out any contraindication. And also you want those, you want good quality platelets. Exactly. That's when, get, that's when you get the benefit of the treatment. So if you don't have good quality platelets, um, you're deficient in nutrients yourself. You're not going to get the benefit from the treatment, but a blood test is a prerequisite. Um, we always get our clients to have one done to ensure that we're ruling out any contraindications. And we have a long list of them. You know, we have a long list of contraindications that we have to check off before we can actually even say that this procedure is going to be good for you. So, um, yes, you are contraindicated. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, and that's always been my thing as in, you know, to get the full benefits of PRP, you've, you've got to have the, the good quality blood to start with and if you don't then it's going to be a bit of a waste of time to be honest so you you've got to check all of that um I mean from a nutrition perspective obviously you can really help to prepare for PRP and I know a lot of our um medical aesthetic clinics do actually prep with the Vitasol Purity Greens because of you know a lot of um clinics say you know eat a lot of leafy greens because of the folate um, which is great for platelets and obviously the b12 um, that you tend to get more from things like meat and eggs and poultry you can also get it from the nutritional yeast which we've got in the greens as well um, but you've got to be making sure that you've got really nutrient rich blood and, and healthy blood in order to get the very best results from from the PRP. I know some people actually medical um, professionals swear by it for joints, you know, instead of um, injections like hyaluronic acid in joints and things like osteoarthritis in the knee and things like that, they actually recommend PRP and it is used a lot um, in regenerative medicine and in the, the medical profession for that. But I know in the, the cosmetic arena, a lot of clinics, in fact, most clinics I know actually offer PRP for skin rejuvenation, um, which involves having your blood taken something that puts me off because I pass out when I get my blood taken, but um, I try and drink loads of water prior and then not such an issue. So that's a tip. Make sure you drink loads of water before getting your blood taken. Um, that will help stop you feeling faint. Um, so with the PRP, do you use it? Um, do you inject it into the skin? Because I know some clinics actually use it with skin needling and that's another area where I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that really even works if you're using it with skin needling. I'm, I'm not sure about that. Um, injecting into the skin makes way more sense to me. Yeah, um, there's a couple of different techniques. So you've got vampire facial and you've got vampire facelift. So vampire facial, essentially, you are still drawing the blood. It's put into the centrifuge. So you've got your PRP there and then it's needled into the skin topically. Um, and you've got lots of juice and nutrients there. You've got the growth factor release um, that basically then rejuvenates the skin. I think it's brilliant. That is one technique that is very good to rejuvenate the skin. 
Vampire facelift is different because essentially that PRP is injected into the skin in those areas that you're seeing laxity, breakdown of collagen, um, you know, wrinkles. So it is injected, but it can also be needled as well in the same treatment. Some doctors are also combining fillers with PRP as well. So, you know, they'll put, inject the filler um, and then inject the PRP in some areas and then needle it as well. So there's different types of techniques um, that are used with PRP. It really comes down to the assessment of the client. Um, there is preparation that we do always advise our clients with any of these treatments. You need to prepare for PRP to ensure that you're getting the best quality blood, the best quality platelets, um, and also to prevent you from passing out, you know, when you're drawing your blood, right? So yes, you want to stay hydrated, have some food um, before you come into the clinic. That's very important. Um, But also five to seven days before treatment, we also ask our clients to stop taking certain supplements because it will impact the quality of the platelets, you know. So um, anything that increases, increases bleeding or bruising we also ask our clients to avoid anything that impacts the quality of the platelets we get them to stop taking so things like green tea um omegas um evening primrose oil these are the the things that we have on our list to prepare um garlic even echinacea vitamin e they're your typicals um anything medication wise like nurofen um aspirin wolfren blood thinners Yep, turmeric, that's another one. Um, so anything that will impact the quality of the platelets um, and hydrate, obviously, as well. Now, things like smokers, that is going to impact the quality of the platelets. So they are going to essentially need more treatments. Um, you know, and clients that do have autoimmune disease, this is also on our list of contraindications. You know, there's we need to really look at... Um, you know, what you're doing in your life with medication and general health before we can actually say, yes, this treatment's going to work for you. So it's not for everybody, um, but for the right candidate, it's an excellent treatment. So as long as you prepare, rule out your contraindications, get that patient to take their, get their blood test done, then there's no reason why they won't see results. And back to the one that we're always, um, you and I, not huge fans of now and again um I must say after the week I've had I did have a Negroni on Friday night (laughs) (laughs) um saying that though um alcohol obviously um is probably the worst thing to have prior to um PRP as well so and after as well yeah um vitamin D is something that we recommend our clients um as an option, if they are low in vitamin D, get that checked because that will also impact the quality of the platelets as well. We want them to stay alive um, as long as we can. So anything that will impact the quality of the blood um, will impact the results of your treatment. So yeah, preparation is really important. Ruling out your contraindications, ensuring that the client doesn't pass out. You know, there's no reason why they wouldn't get results. Mm. And yeah, anything that's going to cause the blood thinning, like the the supplements we mentioned, and and alcohol as well, um, and this obviously is performed by a nurse or yep. a doctor, um, because yep. it's it's having blood drawn and then injected into into the skin, and the vampire facial is the one that was trending a few years back with Kim Kardashian, right? Which is actually a trademarked facial. So let's talk about that because I know that's something that you're quite passionate about. 
I am. Um, and, you know, Dr. Charles Runnels, he's the inventor of Vampire Facial and Vampire Facelift and the O-Shop. So the beauty about, her, you know, being under a license with his brand and being certified under his clinic, you have to go through the proper training. You do need to be working, you know, under the um, supervision of a doctor to ensure that you've been trained the correct way. They provide you with a lot of information so not only do you need to be certified as a nurse to be able to facilitate the treatment, but my own clinic is also certified as a practice that can facilitate this treatment under their trademark. So that to me is important because we are getting the right information um, and we are getting the ongoing training and support that we need to make sure that this treatment is facilitated in the correct way and we are supporting the clients through these treatments as well. Um, there are a lot of people, as with any industry, that are doing things out there not under that trademark, so they're not really getting the right information or the right training, and that can be quite dangerous. Um, and they're not even getting the results for the clients either. So, you know, I think it's not – PRPS is very general. It's an umbrella, I guess. There's a lot of people doing it, but being under that trademark and being under that licence and a certified practice is, for me, very important. Particularly, you know, for skin. I mean, obviously hospitals do it for, um, yes. you know, knees and osteoarthritis and they don't need that trademark. So just to clarify in case people think, oh, my God. <laughs> no, that's right. for skin. We're talking about skin and O-Shot here, yeah. Yeah. Um, so after PRP, there's quite a bit of swelling. I know people yeah. that have had, had it and um, ha had quite a bit of, of swelling. Have you actually had it in your face? I'm having it done. Well, I had it done years ago, but I'm having it done tomorrow. Um, so I will post that. Um, so look out for that, everyone that's listening. Um, but yes, no, look, the swelling is mild. The, the um, side effects from this treatment are very, very minimal. Um, it's almost the same as having a normal skin needling treatment. Oh, so you're having it needled in? Yes, I'm having it needled in tomorrow. Right, okay. Mm. And why would you choose needling over the injectable? Tomorrow, it's only purely because of time, because I want the face look. Okay. <laughs> um, I, would I mean, if I was going for I'd go for the injectables. Yeah, if we have time, I'll do the injectable part of it tomorrow. We'll see how we go. But, yeah, I'm definitely having some part of it done tomorrow. But right. I'll post okay. it. And then yeah. would you normally say once a month for, like, three months, something like that? Is that the protocol? Yeah, generally three treatments. Um, you'll see results about three weeks after each treatment. Um, and, yeah, generally about a month apart. And then also to mention, because I know some people at the moment are raving about that there's PRP and now the new one, if you like, is PRF, yeah. um, which is meant to have even more healing and healing potential. And a lot of people are saying, oh, P PRF is, is better than, than PRP and PRF has got 10 times more concentration of platelets. So is that something you offer as well? Can you talk through the difference? Because PRF is is talking about fibrin yes right. so platelet-rich fibrin matrix basically what that means it's like a yellow kind of um gel if you want to explain it in that way it's when the prp comes in contact with calcium so we combine the calcium with the prp the platelets basically release the growth factors and then the gel holds the growth factors in place to attract the stem cells um, and then basically give them a place to attach so more it is unfolding in a way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, correct. That's exactly right. So um, it does give a much better effect to PRP um, and a more concentrated effect, yes. So would you, would somebody book in for that? Or, I mean, 
So is that something where you say, oh, I think this person needs a bit more help, so I'll give them the PRF? No, we just standardise it. We just put it, put calcium with all of it, with every right, treatment. Okay. Right. Mm. So you, you do that anyway? Yes. Yeah, we do that anyway. Whether it's um for face or neck, decolletage, for scarring, O-shot, yeah, that we, we use the calcium with it as well. Interesting. Mm. Maybe I can yeah. be convinced. Now, the one that you are never, ever, ever going to convince me on, Rose, is the O-shot. Oh, Fiona, I need to change your mind on this one. I know you're a big fan, but you are not getting anywhere near. I just, To me, it just, I cannot imagine. So let's just say, what is the O-shot? Can we just talk about that? Because that's PRP in the clitoris, basically, isn't it? It's PRP in the clitoris area, yes, but also in the outer part of the yep. vagina and also it's internal as well. So In the G-spot. Well, that's it. So O-shot does a lot of things. It's not just about sexual pleasure and, and orgasm. It's also about rejuvenating the vaginal area. So it's another way to basically, yes, rejuvenate the skin in a non-surgical way, obviously. Um, there's no pain. You know, you don't feel any pain, believe it or not, you know, because you obviously you've got numbing in the area. And I can say that for face as well. We do apply numbing cream. So there is no pain. So essentially what it will do, the O-Shot, is increase sensitivity. So you do have more sexual pleasure. Um, you're increasing angiogenesis, so the blood flow in the area. You're tightening up the skin. The results are instantaneous. You you can have intercourse that night if you want to. So downtime is nothing. Um, and, and the results, like I said, are instantaneous. It's an amazing way to stimulate collagen in that vaginal wall as well as the skin on the outside as well. So there's a lot of different, um, I guess, results and benefits from this treatment. It reduces inflammation. It can help with UT, um, with uh, incontinence, um, UTIs, you name it. So I, I first heard about this treatment about, I don't know, 15 years ago, and I, there was a clinic chain in um, Queensland doing it. And I thought it was somebody was having a joke. I actually thought, no, nobody ever would have that done. I thought somebody was winding me up saying that they were that this clinic was specialising in these treatments and all these women were going in. And then now, sort of 15 years later, it's really becoming quite a common treatment in clinic. And I'm still, I mean, I would go to a gynecologist for something like that. I wouldn't go to a cosmetic clinic. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I just personally... I'm worried from the neck up at this stage in my life. <laughs> okay. Down there. I just, oh, my God. Anyway, I know a lot of people are worried about that area um, and may be interested. So can we just get into a little bit more detail? Because I know this is an area that, you know, we hear about the OSHA. We're still not really, people still don't really understand what it is. So we're, we're drawing the blood. We're taking, we're using the PRP. Yeah. And you're literally injecting that. Mm -hmm. into the clitoris and into the vagina. Yes, that's correct. Um, and you don't feel any pain. So we prepare the client in exactly the same way. Um, obviously, we want good quality blood. We want good quality platelets. But the numbing cream, you essentially, you don't feel anything. I've had it done. Um, I think it's the best thing. I'll try anything. You know, the, anything that I offer in the clinic, I, I will try. Um, so you basically feel like a bit of a pressure. That's it. And can we post your before and afters, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I yeah, mean, so I, think, I think, you know, you should take one for the team and just share with the audience. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with the res results, let me say. <laughs> um, oh. So I think it's 
people are curious, it's only because they don't know enough about it. Yes. It's a very safe procedure. It's administered by a nurse who is under this particular licence and trademark that has also gone through the training, who has a lot of extensive training, may I say. This is not something that you just learn in an hour. You are still working under the supervision of a doctor when you're facilitating these treatments until you've got it down pat, right? So, you know, it, it's very safe to do. As long as you've prepared the client in the right way, it is very safe to do. So it's injected into the clitoris area. It's in fact injected into the, I guess, upper vaginal area as well. So internally. Um, and it's amazing at what it does, you know. And then we also combine it with our Empower RF treatment. So for women that are experiencing really significant issues with their vaginal area and their intimate health, they will try these treatments. So any women that are experiencing things like leakage, painful sex, vaginal dryness, which comes along as getting, you know, with getting older, any women that are experiencing these things um, will definitely want to try it. Any women that have trouble reaching an orgasm, they will want to try it because essentially what's happening is it's improving their relationship with their partner, you know, and we're tapping into an area here that also impacts a woman's self-confidence. It's your second phase, mm. right? So we've got our first phase, we've got our second phase. And Sounds it, like you don't need a partner after this. <laughs> oh, look, yeah, I won't go into it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, look, it's I am a massive fan of these treatments. I think it's wonderful for women's health. I think it's wonderful for women to be so empowered enough to make these decisions and to understand that there are things that you can do to help what you're going through. You don't have to put up with these things. Um, and for women that have had children, they are also experiencing these issues in their 30s. It's not just, it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't just happen to women that they're in their 50s and 60s. This is happening to women that are in a, at a very younger age group. So younger women need to look after themselves and look after their intimate health to avoid major issues going down the track. And that's where these treatments come in. And how much would a treatment, say the O-Shot, be? O-Shot's 1500 Right. And, and it's thing that you could do once a year. Women in menopause, they may need it perhaps every, you know, nine months. Um, but, you know, for someone that is experiencing these issues, they're a bit younger, not generally going through menopause once a year. And then what about the men? Is there anything that can be done for them? Yes. So there is P-Shot for men. I have heard so, of the P-Shot. And again, yeah. you know, is that just literally whack it out and get some PRP in there? Yeah. So same thing for women in, in the essence of preparing them, taking the blood, it's put into the centrifuge, and then the PRP is injected into the glands of the penis and it's also injected into the skin surrounding the penis. So it helps with the skin, but it also helps with sexual function as well. Right. And mm -hmm. do men yeah. actually come in for that? That's not something we offer at the moment. We oh. may in the future. We have been trained. Um, my nurse has been trained. So, um, and I've also seen the procedure of, you know, been involved in the training as well. But it's not something that we're offering at the moment. We want to focus more on the women's side of things with PRP for now and for skin. And then we will start to introduce PRP at the P-Shop. I'll send Dave down next time we're in Adelaide. <laughs> Look, I think, I think it's going to be great for guys because essentially you're rejuvenating the area, you know. So why not? Why wouldn't you want to have it done? Mm -hmm. I think there's just a lot of 
it, it's more the stigma that's associated with these treatments. It's just like, oh, oh, why would I? Can you have that done? What's that? What's that? These are the these are the kind of reactions I'm getting from clients, men and women. It's like, oh, what's that? Do people actually have that done? You know, so it's it's curiosity. The more people understand how beneficial this is to their health, it takes that negative stigma away. And, and for me, that's what I'm all about. You know, you know how much I'm into education for clients and what they can do to improve their overall skin and body health. This is part of us. You know, this is that most intimate private area. So, you know, why wouldn't you want to work on that? Why wouldn't you want to improve your relationship with your partner? You know, it more so, you know, if you're experiencing these, these issues, it's just why wouldn't you want to do it? I don't think of quite a few reasons why I wouldn't want to do it, but I do get why I do get why people would do it. I just find it fascinating. Um yeah. look, you're talking to someone that got approached by a vibrator company to be an ambassador, and I said, <laughs> probably I'm not your best ambassador. Just you know. So but other people would be like, Yeah, I'll do it. Um I just said, look, I we're probably not aligned. I probably wouldn't be your best ambassador to promote vibrators but thank you I'm very flattered to be asked um hindsight maybe I should have done it um I do think though um in this day and age it is definitely something that people are a lot more open about um yes. you know I know just on some of the skincare sites they're all selling vibrators now you know it's all about women's health and empowering women and all of that stuff so I'm I'm all about women empowerment I'm I'm all about that but I'm not quite there yet on the, it only probably because it's not something that I would ever have done. Um, but maybe because it's not an area that I'm concerned about, you know, as I said, for me, I'm just more cons at this stage, I'm more concerned about neck up. Yeah. And that, and that's the truth for women that aren't experiencing these issues. It's probably not something that they would think about, but they're aware of what they can do in Absolutely. case it happens. Um, but I guess for me, I'm passionate about it because over the years, obviously, I've talked to a lot of women and really listened to their stories and what's impacting them the most on a confidence level. It's not just the skin on their face, but it's also intimacy with their partner. Um, and, and it's a big topic that the more you kind of get closer to a client, build a relationship, they share things with you. So for me, I really feel like it's something that I'm really proud to be able to offer in the clinic. What I guess tipped me over the edge, I introduced it because when I went to a medical conference years ago, um, I think I've said this in a previous podcast, I went to a medical conference years ago and I listened to a um, vaginal reconstructive surgeon and he presented some before and afters and it really shocked me to how much women are experiencing or how many women are experiencing so many issues with the laxity of their skin um, and, and so many issues with sex and incontinence and UTIs and just the functionality of that area and, and the domino effect that it has with their relationships. So I think to be able to offer these types of treatments in a non-surgical way is so empowering for women. Um, you know, so I, I think it's wonderful. And I think the more women that come on board and try it and have it done, it, they're not going to know themselves. You know, that the the level of self-confidence, let me tell you, is huge. It's huge, you know, especially when you have women saying, oh, Rose, I never tell my husband this, but I wear a pad every day because I leak. 
I sneeze and I leak. I cough and I leak. I can't play sport and I leak. So sex is painful. So to be able to shop help with leakage though? Yes, yeah, it does help with that as well because it reduces inflammation and it rebuilds that vaginal wall. It rebuilds the collagen, creates angiogenesis. So it does help with the healing side of things as well. Um, but then combining this treatment with modalities like mm. the Empower RF for women that are really se- severely experiencing leaking, that's where the Empower RF comes in to really help with that um, whole area to rejuvenate it. And there's um, a, I know a lot of women, um, I know you're not so much of a fan, but I also know a lot of women swear by the, the chair. Um, mm. There's a chair you can sit on and I know a lot of people have said that's been life-changing as well, which is um Tesla chair and there's another one as well by another company but you, it's basically a chair you sit on and it contracts yeah. um the pelvic floor I've tried it um quite enjoyed it yeah um, again I don't really I don't have an issue in that area I haven't had children but I know a lot of women have said that's been quite life-changing and I know when you do have things like bladder leakage that is debilitating so oh, yeah. um totally understand that and that is something that can come with with age for all women whether you've had children or not and for men as well um so definitely something I think that it's great that there are these treatments now available to help people and to help build that confidence yeah exactly and and if these issues aren't dealt with at the time they will get worse as you get older so they need to be dealt with then and there in the moment um, and it's preventative do you know what I mean we're all about preventative we're all about healthy aging we're all about you know holistic and integrative health this is a massive part of that um, you know the former for example one of the attachments on the Empower RF device uses the radio frequency to encourage the blood flow stimulate the collagen it can relax the area which is also great for younger girls who have vaginismus and that tightness and find sex incredibly painful so it's a diverse treatment for all ages, um, but PRP in itself is using your own nutrients. It's your mm. own growth factor release. So that's why it's so great because you're not injecting anything foreign. It's it's your own good stuff. Yeah. So I, th- I and I think I think that for skin in particular, especially people that don't want to go down the filler route, and yeah. I also think filler now. Um, it's interesting if you look through sort of the the decades, I, I think even now we're sort of looking back a few few years and thinking, wow, people were looking really done. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, you know, I'm not into my, my Dave put on um, The Real Housewives of Sydney the other day. Mm-hmm. But I really don't want to watch it. I really don't. Anyway, oh, come on, let's watch it. Anyway, of course now dragged me down this rabbit hole of watching it. Um <laughs> But the women on there, they look so done, like that really Botoxed and really filled and mm. just don't look like real people. And if you sort of go back through the years, how faces have evolved, I do think, you know, Australia, we do age, what, 10 years more than or quicker because of the sun damage. We look older. And so yes. injectables are very, very popular here. But going to Europe, and I think we've spoken about this before, the women don't look as filled and as, you know, big lips and cheeks and heavily Botoxed. And I do think obviously a lot of that comes down to the individual injector. Um, 
but I would I, I do think we're moving away from that look and people are wanting something more natural which is where the PRP um, or the PRF is going to give a lot more of a rejuvenated natural look rather than a, a filled fake look um, and I think we are moving more towards that natural beauty again and youthfulness and pro-aging but doing the best we can without looking artificial because at one stage we were all looking like um you know Ken dolls really and Barbie dolls really really that fake look and I think that's that's going out now even with the eyebrows you know I think we, we'll oh, look yeah. back in five years yeah. and what were we thinking with these crazy thick drawn on eyebrows um eyebrows really give away the the decades and the the eras and i think even now with the the eyebrows we're we're moving away from that big thick drawn on look and going back to a bit more of a natural look as well of course um and look our clinic is all about that it's about enhancing your own natural um, beauty um, and with the treatments and the procedures that we offer it is about that I do have clients that have injectables and there is a place for everything yeah. but we are definitely steering away from that over injected look Botox certainly has a place because it prevents those habits that develop very deep lines and wrinkles it can actually be very useful filler essentially creates volume you can create volume with PRP Right, especially the um, the vampire facelift when it's injected into the skin, when the PRP is injected into the skin, it creates volume. You get the fibroblast growth factor release, so it increases collagen production, um, which means that you get that beautiful youthfulness back to your skin, that plumpness in a natural way. So combining and it's a little PRP bit safer, with other, right? sorry, yeah, it's really safe. Yeah, it's very safe. Um, it, More so no, than filler what is what I mean, you know, because with filler you can get occlusions and things like that. Yes, correct. Um, and I've seen lots of bad results with filler that have been done, but I've also seen some good results. But essentially with filler, once you start, you keep going, don't you, you know, because you need to maintain it and it can. that's when it can start to look very over-injected. Whereas with procedures like PRP, it's a it's a no-brainer because it's so natural. You're putting your own juicy nutrients back into the skin to stimulate and rejuvenate and, and heal and it's anti-inflammatory. So there are so many holistic benefits from this treatment um, that, that help the skin in such a, a natural way. And that's what we're all about in the clinic. I know that's what you're all about as well, the most natural way to enhance your own beauty and to age in the healthiest way possible. Um, vampire, uh, sorry, uh, PRP you can also do for hair restoration, right? Yes, so, we didn't mention that. Mm. Yeah. So for women and men that are experiencing hair loss, you can actually use PRP to promote new hair growth. So um, that's another way that the treatment is also used in the clinic. Um, vampire breast lift is another procedure. So vampire breast lift, the way that that actually works is it helps to not, it doesn't lift the breast as such what it creates is more volume in particular around the cleavage area it can help quite a lot and for scarring from breast implant surgery it's very good um, and also for women that have had breast implant surgery when you lose that sensitivity around your nipples it can actually help to rejuvenate that sensitivity um, and rejuvenate um, that area so that you start to feel more pleasure around that area as well so Vampire breast lift is also something that we offer in the clinic to help with help clients that have gone through things like that as well. 
Um, so yeah, it's so well utilized and obviously in hospitals they're using it you know for joint stem cells and and mm. all of that type of thing as well so healing yeah 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 um so yeah th- there's a lot of benefits with this treatment um it's very very good to rejuvenate the skin the color of the skin the texture the color everything yeah, I'm a massive mm. fan. I can talk about this for hours. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's a really good one to talk about because especially as well for people that don't want, you know, toxin injected or they don't want filler, which is, a you know, something foreign um, and synthetic, let's face it. Yeah. Having your own blood put back in if you like, well, not your blood, but, you know, taking your blood and then having the, the plate, platelet-rich plasma put back in will resonate with a lot of people. It, it's a much more natural way to go. And I know some injectors will actually do it around the eyes and they, they yes. feel it's a much safer way to go and will inject around the eyes for skin rejuvenation. Um, a lot of injectors don't like doing the filler around the eyes. Um, it's quite a tricky area and sometimes very noticeable where you, you've you had the filler. So I think there's some real pros for that. And I think it's a really great option for those people that are looking for rejuvenation. How effective it is for hair growth, I hear, you know, some people say it's great, other people saying it's not so great. There are some positive studies for hair growth and that's with the PRP, I understand. Um, but I think like, anything that's going to be beneficial that is, is more of a natural approach, um, is going to be a, a good thing. I just hope that all of the clinics are doing the blood tests and doing making sure that people are suitable candidates for it because at the end of the day, $1,500 is a decent amount of money for a treatment. So you want to make sure you're going to get the very best out of that treatment. Most definitely. And that goes with anything, you know. But, yes, the preparation is important. We rule out the contraindications. We want to get the best value for our clients. Because, yes, you are investing money, but you're investing money in, a, in treatment that is going to be very successful when done correctly. So we want to optimise the results so you do see those changes. Um, and, and it's brilliant. You know, stretch marks, scarring, there, there's just it's endless what you can utilise it for. Um, and it's great to combine with other modalities as well in the clinic. In a treatment plan, it's something that we will slide in for those clients that need it um, and then obviously continue with other modalities as well. So next time we speak, Rose, you will have had your PRP on your face, right? Correct, yes. I'm going to take some video and uh, I will share that with you. Hopefully we have time tomorrow to do the injecting part of it. Um, when when the um, doctor or nurse usually injects with the vampire facelift, they will inject under the eyes, they'll inject um, on the crow's feet area, the nasal labial folds, the cheeks. They're your typical areas that... Um, that they will inject so yeah hopefully we've got time to do that as well yeah you'll have time you'll make time I think it's a great option for around those areas actually because they're a a major concern for a lot of people and and if it's a safer way to do it um I think that's a really great option definitely I'm very excited 